Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat podcast brought to you by our sponsors charlie the bacon guy mazda of orland park marichka's in crest hill and dr squatch use promo code i'm fat 20 for first time buyers with an order of 20 dollars or more that gets 20 off i'd already forgot if i said that that's so all right we're off, so we're off to a great start i'm rick camp along with fellow fat jay Zawoski. Jay, uh, it's been a, a busy week, I think, for both of us. I yeah. mean, just so much stuff going on, a ton of stuff going on in the fat community as well. So I think we got a lot to go through today. There is a lot to get to. As always, thanks for joining us. Make sure you're following us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at I'm Fat Pod. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash I'm Fat Pod. If you want to throw a couple bucks our way every month, we'd greatly appreciate that. Our T Public shop always has sales. We had another sale last week. There's another one coming. But if you want some I'm Fat Podcast merch, hit the hit the link in our social media bios, that link tree uh, link, and it will take you directly to our T Public shop. Please use that link for all T Public purchases. Even if you're looking for something that's not from the I'm Fat Podcast, if you use that link, it's going to help Rick and me, and we would greatly appreciate that. So there's so much to get to, Rick, and I think I'm going to start with sort of a follow-up to my rants last week where okay. I was very upset with Arby's yes, you for were. not having ham anymore. And then later in the week on my, on the Bernstein and Rahimi show, Bernstein was mad about the no, there's no more potato bites or whatever they're called there either. So they're just getting rid of stuff left and right. So I also mentioned the home of Chipotle and how it is per- consistently a disaster. Um, this week had a taste. This is actually on Friday. And I said, you know what? I'm going to the Matson Chipotle. I'm going to a different Chipotle. Walk okay. in, place is immaculate, nice and clean. The line's moving quickly. I take a look over at the at the uh, soda fountain. Everything's in. Mm-hmm. Nothing's missing. There's no like out of order signs on there. The meat was hot and fresh and juicy. I didn't get like the bottom of the barrel meat. So I think I think that's my new Chipotle. And I think of all the places. Maybe not of all the places, but that's one of the places where the good to bad ratio is so wide. There's such a cavern between good Chipotle and bad Chipotle. Mm -hmm. And when it's bad, you're like, oh, so disappointing. And I don't know if it's necessarily bad, but when it's not good, you notice it and it hurts more because when it is good, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as Qdoba, but you know, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And actually, speaking of that, I will say Uh-oh. I have some, I have something negative to say about Qdoba. <gasps> what? I know, I know. It's shocking. <laughs> I just exploded. <laughs> I was gonna say that was like almost more of a gunshot than an explosion. No, I exploded. Oh, okay. There's this one too. Whichever one you like better. Or there's the less let's run over a, a, a set of China with a train. <laughs> oh, the greatest. <laughs> oh, I, can we even describe that? I mean, it, it literally is like you hear a train and you hear like the, the horn on the train, like it's telling someone to get out of the way. And then you just hear like clink, clink. Like a wine glass breaks. <laughs> yes. 
exactly seriously what it's like. Oh my god, I have it's to see. So did great. I email this to someone? Damn it! I feel like that's something I would have emailed Tanny. Like you have to listen to this piece of audio. Yeah. Ah, I must have deleted. It is literally like a big build up to a train wreck sound effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trains bearing down. It's like blink. It is like the softest <laughs> glass break ever. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, this I was just thinking that because like you know sound effects that we always use on the score. Uh, so Chris Ranji was hosting. You better you bet this week, uh, because Nick was out all week, and so we tried to mix in some like best of Chris Ranji stuff every oh, day. Yes, yeah, and uh, you came up because you played that epic fart clip when you were producing Murph's show. Yes. And you broke Ranji and he just like he just like while he's crying laughing just says never mind. I think about I about his f- update. Yeah, he just gives up on it. Yeah. I think I am the first person to break Chris Ranji, which is I'm very proud of that. I mean, it was a it was a feat completed by many after, but you were definitely the trailblazer yes. there. <laughs> anyway, you were about to uh, destroy Qdoba, so please, the floor is yours. I don't want to lose track of this. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to destroy them, but, you know, just something that I, I don't like. So they introduced some new options in terms of sauces, salsas, sauces, whatever. And they took away my favorite one, the salsa roja, which was, you know, just a hot red sauce that, that I that I really appreciated. I liked it with the balance of things that I get on a burrito. Now they have introduced quite a few other options okay and i'll i'll list i'll listen there's just a a roasted tomato salsa which is you know pretty basic it's mild whatever is it green or red no red red, because it's tomatoes duh yeah uh a chili crema so i'll just read the the, there's like a one one sentence blurb here somewhat spicy creamy sauce features smoky heat from chipotles and adobo and pairs well with everything okay okay there's the jalapeno verde sauce it's a firing blend. It's made from roasted jalapenos and ahi chilies, perfectly balanced with fresh cilantro, cotilla cheese, and lime Ooh. and lime juice to create a creamy, bright flavor with a spicy kick. It was inspired by creamy, spicy, and roasted jalapeno salsas found in Monterey. Okay, sure. So wait, that's a so it's like a sauce or a salsa? It says sauce. Interesting. And now actually, that 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 has my interest. That sounds really good. I love cotilla cheese. Yeah, so the next time that I that I go, I'm going to try that one. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm wondering how that's served. Because if it's got cheese in it, it's got to be kept either really cold or melted, right? Right. Mm. Yeah, you would think. So, yeah, that that intrigues me, which is why I'm not like I'm not like you last week. Is because some of these options are intriguing. Yeah, that sounds good. And there's uh they have tangy pickled red onions. That they add in there, too. So they're adding interesting things to give some variety. However, why did you have to take away my salsa roja? Yeah, I don't I don't see. That's the thing. I don't get why you take stuff away. If you're going to introduce new stuff, cool. But don't punish the three people that have been supporting Qdoba for the last 10 years or whatever it's been. That's enough. Let them have their favorite. (laughs) Let Rick and his friend have their favorite things. Uh, and the thing is, it's not like it overlaps with like, let's say the roasted tomato salsa too much either, because the salsa roja was hot, or at least like their delineation of hot. It was like the right amount of spice for me, uh, which is still not hot enough for some. So I think they're adding more variety in terms of spice level here too with these new ones. 
but like it doesn't really overlap too much with any of these others so why did it have to go away yeah that's weird that's frustrating um sorry i got distracted for a second rick because i'm mm -hmm. we're recording this on saturday because you and i are both super busy on sunday and I have the Cubs Sox pregame on marquee on my screen. Okay. And while we're bad mouthing each other's favorite things, I love the Cubs. You have the Sox. They just showed like the fans in front of the marquee. Okay. And they're like jostling each other out of the way. And a kid comes with the South Side shirt on, like the uh -huh. what do they call the City Connect jersey? Yeah. This kid's maybe fourteen. He uh -huh. has a sleeve of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> like on brand. Oh, I was I was at the I was at the game on uh on Tuesday with a couple guys from the station. I, I was there with uh, Herb Lawrence, Tony Gill, and Lawrence Holmes, and uh, Jason Leisure from the Sun Times was there too. And like three rows in front of us, they there were like two guys that like kind of fit kind of fit your uh they they were Joe Dirt esque in terms of hairstyle, and uh, the the Sox were playing the Royals. And I turned to, I think it was Lawrence, and, and I was like, do they realize Tom Gamboa is not the first base coach anymore? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I've been so dreading this weekend, dude, as a Cub fan. Because yeah, I just well, know my whole family's going to be like, eh, they were good yesterday, I have to say. I got no text yeah. about how bad the Cub. Like, you can't even, you can't even pick on the Cub fans right now. You just have well, to feel bad for them. Well, okay, so there was one, one thing that I saw that was funny. Oh, God. And it was... And it's like, you know, only mildly funny, but uh, someone sitting in a section with a bunch of open seats at Wrigley and, and and just being like, hmm, didn't know this happened here, too. And like there were actual people that got mad about it. Oh, and I'm, wow, and just like, yeah, it was like, you know, kind of a, a funny, you know, somewhat funny, like whatever. And then just people just getting all up in their feelings about, you know, God forbid the Cubs have, a, you know, they're not going to sell out the rest of the year. Yeah. It's OK. They don't deserve to. Right. If you can't like, you can't. Couldn't even name half the guys in the starting lineup yesterday. Yeah. Joe Jonesui, Jonasui, Jonshui, whatever, whatever the hell his name is. There's a tattoo sleeve kitty. They showed him again. <laughs> get off my screen, I'm, please. I'm sure. The, I'm sure the producers are like, "Oh my god, we have." <laughs> well, to it's the marquee broadcast, so let's make Sox fans look as bad as possible. Yep. Let's find the worst one we can. Oh my god, that's funny. Uh, big Sox fan, by the way, Eric Vates at Mazda of Orland Park. He is a big Meatball Sox fan and a big Meatball Sox fan like supporter in terms of like, hey, Scotty Pods used to drive a Mazda of Orland Park Mazda. I think there's a current player. Uh, hooked up do, there. Do you remember too. who used to do it? I'm I'm pretty sure I'm like ninety percent sure it was Mazda Vorland Park. Uh, Adam Eaton when we had the socks who had the really yes. crappy commercial. Adam Eaton. I am Adam Eaton. This is Zoom Zoom Nation. I, I forget. It might have been him and not Patenic. It was ordinary white. Yes. Overloved white outfielder. That's yes. all, that's all I could think of. But anyway, go get yourself a Mazda. And if they want to slap a Sox logo on there, a Cubs logo on there, go nuts. Mazda of Orlandpark.com, 708-444-3200. Eric Vates is the meatball Sox fan you want to talk to. He's a great guy, though. He's not going to give you crap about your Cubs hat if you go in there. But he'll talk sports with you all day, Hawks, Bears, whatever. Eric's a great dude, and he runs a great business. And I will be a Mazda of Orland Park customer for life. Because A, I love my Mazda CX-5, best car I've ever owned, and B, the service and the support you get from the people at Mazda Vorland Park is second to none. So go to MazdaVorlandPark.com or call 708-444-3200. I'm going to say it slowly because my voice is shot. Mazda of Orland Park.com. 
I have a cold. I have a head cold. I took a COVID test, by the way. Yeah. On Wednesday, just because, like, I don't know. I had a cold for a few days, and they're saying, like, the Delta variant's a little bit different. And if you, mm-hmm. even if you're vaccinated, you can get it. So I went to Walgreens and I got this, like, take home COVID test. So you get to shove the thing up your own nose? Yeah. But you don't have to go super far. So you, it's almost like a little, I don't know, like a little square shaped cardboard book. And you drop the solution in this top hole. Okay. And then you take the swab, you do your nose, both sides, uh-huh. right? For five yeah, seconds. So you basically or so. shove a Q tip up your nose. Right. Exactly. Then you put the swab like into the slot where the drops went. Okay. Then you seal the book. Uh-huh. And then 15 minutes later, it's like a pregnancy test where if it's like two lines, you have COVID one line, you don't. And I'm COVID free. But it was just interesting. Like, wow, this is at my house now. I can just go go to Walgreens to get a COVID test hmm. just in and out. Science so, is fascinating sometimes, isn't it? It is. It, it's funny how it works. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm COVID free, but just fighting off this cold, which sucks. It's can, I just cannot get rid of it. So can I actually congratulate you on your cold then? I guess. Go ahead. It's not COVID. Thank so you. Yeah, I'll it's got to be that. better than that. I'll take a cold. Sure. Uh, another thing that I took, I mentioned I went to uh, Sox game on Tuesday. I also went on Sunday because uh, a couple times a year I try to go with both my brothers. So we went on Sunday, and then it just so happened the day I was going with uh, guys from work was on Tuesday. I had my first churro experiences of the season, and man, did I miss the churros at Guaranteed Rate Field. Oh. They are just so good. <laughs> Tell me about it and speak slowly. So on Sunday, I made sure to get the vanilla filled. And it's just the perfect contrast to the churro in and of itself. Because you get it's essentially almost like if you took a churro and shoved it in a thing of of vanilla ice cream. It's like, you know, the same principle in terms of flavor. Just so damn good. And then went caramel the second time. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a caramel churro before. It was good. I mean, you know, caramel and cinnamon, not not bad thing. You know what it is? It's about as close as I can probably get to my caramel apple empanada. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to the Cubs game Tuesday as of now. We'll see what the week brings, but that's the plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, their food there is just not what it is at, at guaranteed rate. There's It's not even close. Yeah. But there's going to be some good stuff I want to try. I never got an email from anybody, by the way, uh, with some food recs from Wrigley. So if you've been to a game this year and you saw something maybe cool. Maybe that's a sign. Yeah, it might be. Like, maybe I'll just do the old-fashioned, you know, hot dog, lemon chill, whatever sort of a thing, which is the mm. standard Wrigley Field trip. But I don't know. I hope they got something. I hope that Joe Madden hoagie is still there. Because yeah. if it's there, I'm getting it. I love that thing. That is so, so good. What else did you eat? I know you didn't have just churros. Oh, of course not. I mean, I got... I got the the all beef hot dog. It's also just huge. It's a huge hot dog there, which it should be considering how much they charge for it. But, you know, <laughs> like it is. Yeah, it's a huge hot dog. So I got a hot dog. Honestly, I got a hot dog each day because I, you know, I just I wanted to get these specialty grilled cheese oh. that they have on the 100 level. Okay, but I'm, I thought of that. I we I walked by it when uh, Tony Gill was getting a slice of pizza, and it was like across the way from that. So I see it, and I'm like, oh yeah. So I go over there, and there's nobody there because they were closed already. Oh, did they close yeah. it down and name it after Tony Larusa? 
<laughs> they did for that old lady. <laughs> Screw you, old lady. Right. Thanks for your service. This is Tony's stand now. <laughs> All it is is scotch. Every I would say everything's <laughs> beer battered. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm looking forward though to get into a game. I I'm, I need a, yeah. I need some. It's been so long, mm-hmm. and I, you know what? I can't complain too much because. I actually got to experience Major League Baseball in person last season. I got to go to a spring training game. So, and that was like right before COVID started. So I I got to see baseball a lot more recently than a lot of people. So I can't complain. I can't. So I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm done complaining. Um cool thing happened this week. Okay. And this is a little bit of a podcast crossover. But for those that don't follow the Blackhawks, they had a lot of young players last year. A lot of guys with high expectations, big names, high draft picks, whatever. There was also this kid, 22 years old, named Brandon Hagel, who was everyone thought like, okay, he'll be like a fourth line kind of a guy and just grind away and throw some hits and just be one of those kind of like replacement level fourth liners. Just pick them off a tree. They're all totally replaceable. The same guy. Mm -hmm. He ended up having an awesome season. Like he was really good and has really become a future piece. They probably weren't really counting on. So he signed a new deal on Friday. And uh, it is great. Made a million and a half dollars a year, which isn't cost prohibitive for the Hawks, but it's good for him compared to what he was expecting. So because they call Hagel bagel because it's hockey after the deals announced, he (laughs) tweets out a screenshot of a Dunkin Donuts gift card. And it's got like the QR code on there and everything that said, all right, Chicago, to celebrate my new contract, head out to Dunkin and grab yourself a bagel. So people are taking screenshots of their, they didn't get just bagels, but like bagels and donuts and sandwiches, whatever people use this gift card to get. I don't know how much money was put on there, but he announced it at 908 and at 1008, he said, wow, that was fast. Thanks a lot. Like it was gone in an hour. So that's just a cool little thing. That's a cool little gesture that maybe some people missed. I'm sure not a lot of people are following Brandon Hagel on Twitter. Uh, but do that. He's a good dude, good player, and uh, that was a, that's a really cool gesture for a guy who's he's not making nine or ten million dollars a year. But hey, I'm gonna throw five hundred bucks or whatever on this gift card and buy some people some bagels. Awesome! I really like that. It's a, it's cool and it's thoughtful. And I'm like, man, I should we should think of something like that, something similar. But I don't have any money, so never mind. When I get a million and a half dollar contract, I'll do that. How about that? I'll I'll uh, look forward to you changing industries to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, one thing, one. another thing I wish we would have thought of. Uh, I saw this on the podcast fan page. Funnel cake fries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, just like you know, singular straight lines of funnel cake with uh, with the old powdered sugar on top. And apparently these are at Windhill Pancake Parlor in McHenry. Okay. So if you want to see the picture and be tempted even more than just hearing, you know, funnel cake fries, it's on the I'm Fat Podcast fan page. I'm pretty sure it was either that or the Twitter account, but I'm pretty sure the fan page. So I recommend giving it a look because now I might actually have a reason to go to McHenry. I don't know. Where, where's McHenry? Re- That's is, near you, right? No. No? Okay. No, I don't think so. Mm. Hold on. Let me hold on. Yeah, that ain't close. It's an hour and two minutes north of me. Oh, God. Yeah, that's far. Yeah, but this I'm, is... I'm uh, looking yeah. at these things here. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, someone tagged us 
on the fan page again with Aldi is just selling pancake batter. Okay. Like in almost like, um, what do you call it? Like those coffee creamers, like those plastic, like ch- like milk jugs, like that sort of a size. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that kind of a bottle. And I guess it makes eight yeah. funnel cakes, but you could just make fries with that. All you're doing is yeah. just shaping the funnel cake batter in a different way. Right. So I saw that was at Aldi and Hope was actually at Aldi when I saw that. And I Did just sent her like the call screen- her immediately. I, I sent her the screenshot and she's like, we'd have to fry that. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to do that. I'm very afraid of frying things at home. Like, I don't have an air. I, I do have an air fryer, but it's not like the kind that you have, Rick, where you like put it in the drawer. And then mm-hmm. in terms of like starting a pan of oil, I don't know why yeah. that intimidates the hell out of me. Or you just don't want to admit once you start frying things at home, you won't mm. stop. Fry- like once you break that threshold, then it's not going to stop. I watched the movie The Help where they make uh-huh. fried chicken and also poop in a pie. Um, but I wanted to make the fried chicken and yes. it just, I just got intimidated, man. I, I would, I'd love to try it because mm-hmm. I just think it would be so good to do, but I just, I don't have any faith in myself to do it. Well, what about the other thing? Could you make that the poop pie? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a couple days. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I've never seen that. So that's uh, funny. Oh, it's a good movie. It's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. It's, it's uh it won a bunch of awards, a major award. Um, yeah. So I, I recommend it. I recommend it. Uh, speaking of the fan page, mm-hmm. we got another one of these pick three things. Okay. Okay. So this was posted by Lindsay Halleck, who's one of our top fans. Um, and it's got tw- uh, 16 different forms of pizza. Okay. Okay. Now. Some of these are kind of absurd. Some of them are. I don't know if they actually exist, but we'll go through it. Yeah. It's top row. Thin crust. Mm-hmm. Deep dish pockets cheeseburger crust which looks like a pizza with cheeseburgers on the end yeah second row is hot dog crust which has hot dogs jammed into the pizza crust pizza cone which i've seen pizza rolls pizza cake which is about the size of a birthday cake in terms of height it looks like about a seven layer yeah about a seven layer just imagine stacking you know seven pieces of thin crust on top of each other and then having a giant outer crust. I mean, everybody's kind of done that, I'm sure. Like, you know, like when you're done and well, in theory, if there are leftovers, if you make sure to order too much so that you have leftovers mm-hmm. uh, and it's just you're wrapping aluminum foil around it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's done that. Yes. Uh, third row, lollipops, sushi, eh, cupcakes, mm. pizza burrito. Okay. See, now we're getting now we're getting silly. Bottom row, pizza fries. So this shows a basket of fries with mozzarella and pepperoni on it. A pizza burger. Okay. Mexican pizza. Moment of silence. Thank you. <laughs> and a pizza omelet. Okay. Pizza uh, omelet. Um, for me, this why, is very simple. Why, why do you got to call out Pete like that? I know. Uh, there's two really big misses on this list. Mm-hmm. No French bread pizza. Right. Which is the greatest. Mm-hmm. That one is like when you talk about improved most by being able to make it in an air fryer. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Making sure you get that crunch on the outside is so key. I'm getting pizza for lunch. I have such a taste. I don't know what happened, but I need it. So that's happening. Uh, One way or another, it's happening. Um, Okay. And the other thing missing, pizza bagels. Yes. Those are delicious. Hagel agrees. Hagel agrees. So get your pizza omelet out of my face. Right. Get your pizza sushi out of my face. I can't even tell what the lollipop. It almost looks like it's essentially like pizza biscuit. Like a dough-filled pizza ball which looks yeah. really good i just don't well, know where yeah, you get which, those. Which, exactly which could be fantastic yeah and by the way pockets is like uh basically a pizza puff yeah so i for me this is easy give mm-hmm. me thin crust give me deep dish and i'm gonna take on this list the mexican pizza because i can't have it anywhere else pisses me off stupid taco bell I'm just going to keep it really simple and go for the, the first three listed. Thin crust, deep dish, pockets. All right. Because, yeah, I, I made the same assumption that if Pizza Puff was in this, it, 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 it just looks like the pocket. Now, if French bread or bagels were in here, would you pick one of those? Because hmm. I would take bagels over Mexican. I think or, I'm, I'm sorry, French bread over Mexican. Okay. I think I would keep my choices the same because I just like that little bit of difference that like textural difference with the, with the puff. Okay. That's fair. That's tough, but fair. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, a lot of these, like the cake looks disgusting. Yeah. The burrito looks gross because it's just a tortilla that looks like it's just hasn't been touched at all. It looks like it's filled with sauce. Yeah. Like, Get that out of my face. The sushi, of course, out of my face. The cup, the cupcake, like, I, I, I don't get it how that one even works. The, the burger doesn't even really look like a burger. It looks like a big a, fat pizza. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It looks like a bloated calzone almost. That was my nickname in college. <laughs> the bloated calzone. <laughs> Which is impressive because you're Polish. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. And I don't know, like the hot dog one. I don't know if I want to put those two, those two flavors together. No, no. So if I, if I had to choose any of them that were kind of off the beaten path, I'd probably want to try the lollipops. Yeah. Those look good. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Are they on a stick? Like a cake yeah, pop I, from Starbucks? It, uh, yes. Yes, they are. Okay. See, those I, those I would try. It just seems like a lot of work for a small payoff. Yes. Just put a stick in a pizza roll. It's kind of the same idea. But it does mm-hmm. look a little more doughy, a little more bready than um, than a pizza roll. So I don't know, I'll try them all just to be just to make sure. Yes. Okay. So something else that I saw this week that I am intrigued. The or the Oreo Cafe. Yeah. Which apparently has been opened up in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Literally the only reason to go to New Jersey. Yeah, that's that's the one thing where I was like, mm, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially, like, if you've been downtown and you see, like, the Hershey store and, like, that that type, it's... Nutella Cafe. Yeah, the it's this very similar principle to the Nutella Cafe. So which, just a you bunch know, of basics in line. Oh, I was just going to say, like, if you ever wanted to just take out a bunch of basics at the same time, just, like, take out that place. Wow, that was aggressive. What? I would say that in, if you want to see a bunch of basics in the same place, not necessarily murder them, <laughs> but you be you, Rick. 
Right. <laughs> well, well, you know, there, there are reasons for everything. So. I know there are. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but yeah, like there's a picture of it in this article from foodandwine.com where it looks like what you would imagine. Like there's a lot of um, throughout the, it's a pretty big area that it looks like they actually have. You have merchandise, you have just different types of all the different varieties of Oreos, like 90% of which I have no interest in, but they're all kind of like around the, around the cafe while there's the counter where you can order whatever you want. And I guess they have three different like categories on the menu of Oreo desserts, drinks, and twist your Oreo which as I'm reading from the article allows customers to start with a base of either waffle ice cream sandwich cone ice cream sandwich comma cone or milkshake and then top it off with a long list of Oreo inspired toppings. Okay. That's I will maybe now consider going to New Jersey. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Probably not though. But looking at some of these drinks. Oh yeah. It's promising. It'll that will happen. That'll happen around the country. Yeah, it's got to start somewhere and it will start spreading. It'll be here. Don't worry. I mean, I mean, the fact that Nutella had this before Oreo is crazy because like Nutella's fine. It's fine. It's good. I like it, but it's just like not what everyone not that believes it to be right. It's a it's a good occasional taste, whereas Oreos Mm -hmm. are like the go to snack dessert all the time. I always have Oreos in my house. Always. Yes. It's like having bread. I have to have Oreos in my house. <laughs> well, it's just perfect, though. Like, if you are you want a little something sweet, instead of having a piece of cake or something worse than that, you just go grab a couple Oreos and you're set. By the way, I'm looking at this story about the Oreo Cafe on Delish. I know you were uh-huh. looking somewhere else. Yeah. Scroll down. There's the Hungry for More tab with other Storios related to Oreos. Other Storios? Other Storios. The top <laughs> Storio says Oreo Cookie Skillet, which definitely has my attention. Yes. The one underneath that says... Are Oreos dipped in salsa actually good? No. Correct. I'm gonna no, go ahead they're and not. Not click that story and just oh say. Oh, my God. That's no. Horrible. By the way, speaking what the of. Hell? Uh, speaking of you wanting to murder people. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Rick, not you. My buddy Rick okay. works at uh, the Great Lake name. County uh, uh-huh. Detention Center and said that the detainees at Lake County, love the I'm Fat podcast and listen all the really? time. So we are shouting out officially the Lake County detainees who are big fans of the I'm Fat podcast. And Rick, hi, Rick. Thanks for getting the uh, the detainees listening to the show. We appreciate it. And that gives me an opportunity. Sorry to go mm-hmm. off brand a little bit here, Rick, to mention like a charity that I really care about and uh, I think is really yeah. great. It's called The Last Prisoner Project. Mm-hmm. And their goal is to get uh, the millions of prisoners that have uh, cannabis convictions out of jail. So if that interests you and and it should, because it is just a preposterous amount of people in prison for cannabis violations. uh, And you'll be shocked to know most of them are black. um, Check out the last prisoner project, the place where I buy my uh, items, my edibles and, and what have you, Mm-hmm. allow you to round up your money to donate to that project. It's called Ascend in Chicago Ridge. I'm sure a lot of other places do it, but check that out. The Last Prisoner Project, um, That's uh, that needs to be fixed, especially now with marijuana being legal in a vast you know, swath of the country. People in prison for, for tiny little marijuana violations need to be let out. So 
check that out. The Last Prisoner Project. That's awesome. I 100% agree. It's just, a, it's just such a no-brainer. I mean, you're going to make this legal. Logical. Right. Get right. people out. <sighs> also, this Oreo cookie skillet, my God. I just watched the video. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, to take it away from the serious note yes. for a second. Thank you. It was like, I was like, oh, I was like, that's really cool. Oh, my God. Like, it was, <laughs> I was like trying to pay attention. But then it's like they're adding things and then they're taking it out of the skillet and it looks incredible. Yeah, I saw that and I quickly clicked away because I knew it would distract me. But I'm going to try yep. to make that. I'm, I, I, I need some like uh, some creature comforts and mm-hmm. that that will that'll do it. That will definitely help. Oh, also, Rick, remember last week I told you about how I went to May's Q House at our farmer's market for breakfast? Yeah. Well, I did it again <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> nice. This time, I have I went with the uh, uh, breakfast um, croissant mm-hmm. just because I didn't want to do the whole waffle thing. I didn't want a ton of sugar. I'd already had a whole bunch of orange juice trying to fight off this cold, so I'm trying to cut the sugar back a little bit. Um, so I went with the croissant sandwich. I don't know what May and her family are doing. These eggs, and I know you're not a big egg guy, these eggs are so good. So f- they're just scrambled eggs. But somehow they have found the answer to scramble. Like anyone can make scrambled eggs. Anybody can. It's yeah. not hard at all. But every time I have them from there, they're perfect. And I wish I knew what their secret was. But it's not just that. They've got these incredible croissants that are super soft and somehow simultaneously a little bit biscuity, which is Ooh. different. And then six slices of bacon and cheese. Just absolutely unbelievable. So, again, if you're in the Homewood area, come to the either farmer's market and get May's Q House. And they're going to open soon in East Hazelcrest, which is really close to me. And I cannot wait. It's actually on my way to the train. Oh, nice. Which is good and bad at the same time. Maybe wake up yep. a half hour earlier and just have a giant breakfast on the train and make everyone sick. But I don't care. Right. I've had the train the train car to myself for most of my commute, by the way. Really? I know I'm up earlier than most, and I'm obviously headed home earlier than most. But if I have people in my train car, it's maybe two or three other people. Wow. So it's been it's been pretty good. I, I have to say I've never felt you know, I've never felt unsafe in the train. Now I'm sure mm-hmm. if I was going to Lollapalooza or something, it would be different. But Ooh. this has been this has been really easy. Dude, those Lala pictures like gave me anxiety. Oh, they're like, awful. Oh my, like that's so many people. I mean that yeah, that was pre everything type crowd. It, it, yes, and it was also like right before the Delta variant surge happened, and it was like mm-hmm. just about to. It was very similar to how I felt at spring training, where we started getting whispers of the coronavirus for the first time. And I'm like, should we be here? Should I be in a plane? Should we like right. what, are, what are we doing? Um, very similar to Lala. And then I saw Dave Matthews band was at um Northerly Island last night. I have to say that slow because oh. I always slur it. Um yeah. and they took a shot like this uh Jeff Coffin, who plays sax for them, took a shot from his phone of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Dude. Like you said, pre-pandemic crowd. I think I saw two masks. Oh boy. They're all on top of each other. Or like, were they super huge masks that like everybody can fit into? Or is that not how it works? No, no, yeah, sorry. It was all, all individual masks, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm not ready for that yet. 
Yeah, I was. Yeah, so like I, I saw some of like the uh, like when you're able to like follow the acts and like watch them online and whatever. Right. And just seeing the people and the interactions, and it's honestly it's incredibly fun people watching oh yeah absolutely it's amazing however like that much of it that many people was definitely like a little bit cringeworthy yeah that's too much that's too many people too close together i i just yeah. maybe i'm an old man now i mean and, and there's definitely probably something to that but it's just oh yeah even ugh. even pre, even pre-pandemic i never had any desire to go to lala never ever i think who was i listening to somebody i was was listening to a podcast and someone said for a festival there had to be three bands i love playing on the same day for me to think about it yep like three of my favorites on the same day that's the consideration And, and you know it's funny because like i've got a i don't remember who's on what day anymore but like i was um and i was actually looking at maybe going down to new Orleans. now mind you this has changed since then but like i was considering going down to new orleans for the new orleans jazz festival because one thing that's like a, a bucket list thing for me is go to an sec game oh yeah an sec football game and especially like an lsu night game and there's they're playing the weekend of the jazz festival they're playing at home against florida so I could only assume LSU Florida would probably be a night game and on like CBS or something oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, that would be so, awesome. Yeah, so like go see some of my favorite, like, cause there's a ton of, of uh, acts that I like that are gonna be at the New Orleans Jazz Festival and then like go to that game too. But now I'm not, now maybe not so much. What's the, what's the, when is that? The, uh, whatever weekend in October, that's the teens. Okay. Well, I I mean by October, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I you just kind of have to play it by ear, I guess. But that's something you probably want to buy tickets for now. Yeah, you that's know. the thing. Ugh. Next year, maybe. Yeah, maybe in five years. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, speaking of five, yes, something that I stumbled upon this week was from fatherly.com okay and it's under the health and science and wellness section which is surprising that i found my way there the title (laughs) sorry i misclicked my fingers are too fat (laughs) the fingers you have used to dial are too fat yep five scientific reasons why women love fat guys written by a woman mind you (laughs) really yes lauren vinapal v-i-n-o-p-a-l yeah sounds right vinapal okay that's that's my guess so i'm not gonna like fully go through all these and all these actually have like studies behind them and research and whatever so like it's not it's not like just a bit it's actually like kind of a scientific thing nice uh chubby men are thought to be funnier correct we don't have a choice Uh, we have to be funny to survive right yes now you and i just got to figure that part out uh (laughs) (laughs) i'm there Uh, or more episodes fat guys are considered trustworthy again if we mess up you break up with us right we can't mess up exactly yeah attractive fat guys are a product of evolution well which is essentially saying like we can store surplus fat oh i can do that for sure yes exactly so essentially if you can keep enough of those uh you know 
attractive guy features while having the extra weight definitely not a bad thing all right this one is probably the most obvious one everyone looks thin next to a fat guy <laughs> that doesn't count <laughs> yes it does that it's should not right count here. why women like fat guys i'm gonna marry this guy so i look thinner next to him if my oh. wife was like jay i married you so i look thinner in pictures i'd be like get out <laughs> that is not a reason to marry me and the last one love handles can handle longer love making i believe that to be true i and this one i will read to make sure that people realize that it's uh it's not a bit chubby guys are better in bed according to a survey of 2544 british women oh this is a british survey how about that whole deal all right 38 percent reported that overweight or plus size men were superior lovers it's not totally clear why extra cushion improves the pushing effort <laughs> well that's part of it that's herbs so, is that what herbs theory is yeah. I, I don't want to <laughs> I don't know if yes. that's appropriate for the year 2021, but <laughs> if you ever run into Herb Lawrence in a bar, ask him why he prefers heavier women. Oh my God. It's so, and, and his phrasing is perfect. So, so uh, we, just say, we should just say it. Yeah. Just so, tri- all right. So Herb says, and he, he, this is a quote, <laughs> I call big girls Avis because they try harder. <laughs> <laughs> And I think there's it's something so to it on both ends. I think well, the men try harder too. Phrasing. Also, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so at the bottom, it actually lists, according to the survey, top five reasons why women rate overweight slash plus size men between the sheets. Better between the sheets. All right. 42% said they seem more eager to please me than themselves. Correct. Yes. 42% said... I don't know how maybe it's uh, this must be a you can click as or uh, check as many as possible or that apply 42 percent they were more caring and gentle mm. That's okay 27 nice. percent they made me feel less self-conscious about my body there Again, you go don't like that one <laughs> well at least i'm not this guy backhanded compliments yes, for everybody right uh 19 percent i had better orgasms all right and 14%, they were more adventurous and willing to try new things. Once again, because we know we have to. Yeah. It's just a, it's a willingness game. Yeah. Yep. So, I like it. Thank you, fatherly.com, and thank you, Lauren Vinapal. Yeah. Thank you for pointing out what we all know that yes. maybe the general normies don't know. Ladies, I also like you guys that are better. Of, I also like... Oh, and apparently, this is also a... Can, uh, yeah, the actually lasting an average of 7.3 minutes longer than Slimmer Men. Longer? Right. I thought you were going to stop at 7.3 minutes, and that was going to be impressive. Yeah, it would be. I was going to say, like, once we get started, start the shot clock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, Lord. I hope we have the college shot clock and not the NBA shot clock, Rick. Well, I was I was gonna say, should we go with a college football play clock? Yeah, maybe that's better. Okay, that's on a good day. On a good day. Right. Anyway, (laughs) transition out of that, buddy. I'm going to. uh, We have talked about Burger King a lot on this podcast. Yes, and you know, kind of mixed. Take or leave it. I had one of those days where I'm like, I specifically want Burger King. I have a taste for that 
burger. Mm-hmm. And I went, and it was excellent. So I'm adding it to the rotation again. Wow. Now, what burger did you get? I just got a double Whopper. Okay. Yeah. Easy peasy. And they gave me free fries. Really? Yeah. And they were actually not too bad. They had like... um. Was this like a Long John Silver situation no. where they were like, uh, hello? No, I was like third or fourth in line. <laughs> okay. And uh, the fries had like a peppery seasoning on them. That is a change that's, that happened recently. And like, I'm telling you, like, I'm not saying their fries are great, but I do think they they are underrated. They're better than, they're a hell of a lot better than Wendy's and they're better yes. than they used to be. I was, yes. I, I liked it. And I told you they are the king of the frozen Coke. They've got the best frozen Coke mm-hmm. when it's working. And those jalapeno bites are insane. Those things are awesome. I've never had them. Yeah, you got it. And they're dirt cheap. You got eight of them for like a dollar fifty. Oh wow. Yeah, it's just whenever you go to Burger King, just add it on, because it's it's. And I will say, BK is a little expensive, but at least you know, like this is a quality burger. Like, yeah. You know that's a good piece of meat you're eating. So that sounded horrible, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till our voicemail, by the way. Now we're back to the list. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to uh, to ask the fats here? Yeah. Sure. Anything else you want to add? All right. Let's do it. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a fat and the fat phones are brought to you by our friend, Charlie, the bacon guy. And here he is with his weekly bacon report. Hey there. Charlie, the bacon guy here. With your bacon flavors this week, we have maple pepper, rosemary pepper garlic, jalapeno garlic, brought to you by the I'm Fat Podcast, and ranch. I did some R&D flavors this past week, and I have limited quantities, but I do have them in half-pound increments so that more people can try them if they'd like. Those flavors are curry ginger, raspberry chipotle, honey chipotle, Caribbean jerk, cherry Dr. Pepper and a Sazerac bacon. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, the vanilla bourbon, and the peach. I've had somebody request 10 peach bacon jams, so I'll be making a larger batch of that, so get your hands on it while you can. Don't forget about our t-shirts, stickers, and hockey jerseys to add to your orders. Hope you all have a great week. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Back to you, Rick and Jay. Order some bacon for yourself. Instagram, Charlie the Bacon Guy. Send him a DM. Email him, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com. He's also on Twitter at CZTheBaconGuy. Based out of Woodridge, Illinois, he sells bacon and bacon jams. Always a nitrate and nitrite-free product. All naturally cured, apple and hickory smoked, thick sliced bacon. And damn it, it's good. It's so good. We're making BLTs this week, and I cannot wait. I think I'm going to make that happen on Monday. I think it's time. It's time for some BLTs with Charlie's B. (sighs) Shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15, and Charlie can deliver to you personally if you're in the western suburb. Shut up. Otherwise, he can arrange to meet you somewhere in the middle. I said B. I know. I know you did. Pro tip, if you're looking to order from Charlie and you've got the flat shipping rate of $15, Double your order, get more than you want. If you're trying to decide between two flavors, get them both because eventually you're going to go back and get more and you want to pay that extra 15 bucks in shipping. So double that order, tell some friends you're ordering and uh, make it a big group order because that shipping is a bargain when you fill up on the order. But if every month you're ordering a bacon and you're paying for shipping every time, that's tough. The bacon freezes very well. 
So do it up. Take advantage of that flat shipping rate. Again, Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram, Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com, and at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. Only one solitary voicemail this week. And um, before I even play it, I'm just going to say right out front, phrasing. Hey, you guys. Hey, I'm a big fan of you guys. I just started listening to you about uh, your 100th episode. I've been binging it. Anyway, hey, have you guys had the, you know, Rice Krispie treats? Have you had them with, instead of Rice Krispies, Cheetos? They're the best. You need, you need a little more marshmallows, and they're really good. I've tried them with the hot, flaming hot Cheetos. The texture is not right for me, but if you like something hot and hard, marshmallowy in your mouth, mm. that might be good for you. Mm-mm. I go to Woodlands oh, in no. uh, North Aurora. You up with marshmallows. And they have like little tiny cheese balls, which is mm. really good to use. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is Aurora Joe. May the squash be with you. Thank you, Joe. Nice. Uh, it was che- nice of it was nice of sloth to call in <laughs> Cheeto Cheeto Rice Krispie treats. Would you try them? Uh, I guess Do you have to. So I'm imagining you have to kind of break them up into many, yeah, many small bit. pieces. And he mentioned cheese balls, and that's a totally different texture than Cheetos. Right. I'm going to look these up. I okay. don't. I love Cheetos and I love Rice Krispie treats. But but marshmallow with it. It's a little weird. Yeah, I don't. Mm, I think I'm out. I'll. Try, I would. Yeah. If someone had them, I would try one. But I don't know if I'm gonna make the effort to like buy all the ingredients and make them to take one bite and be like, yeah, no, I'm out. Am but, I the only one that, that that heard that? Hey, you guys, and immediately went to sloth. No, I loved it. Okay, I loved the okay. reference. But then he lost me with his just really blatant. Like how was innuendo stuff? And yeah, it right. Sounded I, like I mean, he didn't know, but uh, I don't know. But you're going from hot to hard to marshmallow, melted marshmallow, and I didn't just saying in your mouth. Yeah, it just automatically puts us there. So right, yeah. That <laughs> the so the episode of South Park was on yesterday. Like I generally will just like in the morning. If there's nothing I have DVR'd from the day before, I'll just like, you know, whatever, throw on like either Comedy Central, because it's either like The Office or whatever normally, or um, whatever channel Fresh Prince is on. So I had Comedy Central on when I turned the TV on, and there's the episode of South Park where it gets exposed that the reason the theater was created by men was so that women would be more likely to perform certain actions after the fact. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, honest, it's so funny. It's it's so good because you have like Randy hanging out with Andrew Lloyd Webber at a Hooters. Oh my cause, god! Because secretly all the guys that created uh, musicals are bros that are just like everything's for that one explicit uh, purpose at the end of the day. I've got to watch that one because Hope it, loves theater. Oh, it's so good. All right. I mean, it's such a funny episode. They did, but you, by the way, did you see they just, uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone just signed like, or did I do that backwards? Trey Parker and Matt Stone? Yeah. Trey yeah. Parker and Matt Stone just signed huge, absurd contract. Really? To keep that, oh, my God. To keep that show going. They're going to be like billionaires. It's insane. <sighs> anyway. All right. Let's get to the email, shall we? Yep. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with 
The Ascafats today are brought to you by our friends at Marishka's in Crest Hill because I forgot to do the read earlier. Six you ass? <laughs> I am an ass. 604 Theater Street, family owned and operated since 1933. Go get yourself a poor boy. Go get yourself some steaks, some chops, some seafood. Bring your friends. Everybody there is going to find something they love. But I'm telling you, if it's your first time, you've got to try the poor boy. It's what put Marishka's on the map. It is floating in garlic butter. Oh, it's just the perfect, perfect sandwich. Marishka's in Crest Hill. Check them out. They're closed only on Christmas, Easter, the 4th of July, and Thanksgiving. So you've got some time. Marishka's.com or Facebook.com slash Marishka's. All right. Got an email here from Tara. Who hold is, on a second. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh. When I have Twitter up, the podcast Twitter up, and uh, I saw the Qdoba logo as in they had a new tweet. And the tweet is, what's one topping you can't live without? Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to put Salsa Roja. Do it. I should give it to them. I will. You tell them you stand. I've up been for yourself. I've yeah, I've been backing you jerks for <laughs> 15 years. Literally, you have since been. I went to college single handedly. You're the guy. All right. You're a jerk. This email from Tara. I like you, Doma. It's not better than Chipotle. That's it. OK, that's it. We're not getting into it again. All right. right. You're wrong. I got it. So. So Tara (laughs) follows up on a topic from last week. She says, my husband and I love listening to your show and taking your recommendations. We just listened to your last episode where you mentioned Smoothie King. It is so good. Do not let the menu and odd ingredients push you away. We moved to Plainfield last fall and decided to check it out one, one day. I now go most Fridays and get the Hulk strawberry for breakfast. They have $5, 32 ounce Fridays. My husband likes the Hulk chocolate. You have to try it at least once. Enjoy. And Rick, I said, where did I just see a Smoothie King? There's one right by Los Angeles. When really? I got when I got it this last week, I because once I'm close to Los Angeles, I'm kind of like laser focused. Like I'm just you? looking at the. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at the pizza sign like I'm almost there. I'm almost there and I'm mm-hmm. here. But I did happen to glance to my right real quick and there was a Smoothie King right there. So I will try it at some point. Yeah, I didn't even know they were in this area yet. Yeah, I think they're starting to pop up more, like uh, significantly more locally. Yeah, I think it's I always thought this from... this. I always thought this was mostly like a Jamba Juice area. You're in Jamba Juice territory. We don't we don't <laughs> we don't need kindly to your part, Smoothie King. It's a, a smoothie rumble. Right, like the jets and sharks literally the whitest thing humanly possible <laughs> yes yes all the girls get out of the nutella line to pick their sides <laughs> i can't tell who's who they're all dressed the same <sighs> anyway all right i'm getting slappy for my cold medicine this one's from brian from glendale heights he says on a pass oh this one's specifically for you rick by the way okay he says rick on a past podcast, didn't you mention you vacationed in Myrtle Beach? If I did. so, any restaurant or fast food suggestions? I'm heading there on August 7th. We'll be out there for a week. Got my nephew's 13 new baseball tournament to attend. I'm thinking of calling in a review for a fast food place we don't have in Chicago, perhaps Zaxby's or Bojangles. Thank you. So, yeah, call in 708 858 3314 and leave those reviews, Brian. But, Rick, mm-hmm. any Myrtle Beach wrecks? It's been a while since I've been there, so that let's throw that caveat out there because I was there in 2012. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was my uh, honeymoon. Was in Myrtle Beach, uh, River City Cafe. 
kind of like a, a divey looking place, like uh, a bunch of license plates on the wall and that type of thing. But really, really good barbecue burger. I do remember that. Like that, like they have a real quality, like more of a uh, a sweeter barbecue sauce. And it just pairs with their burger so well. It was down the street from our hotel. So we went there two or three times in the week that we were there. It is still there. I just looked it up. There are okay. three, like all sort oh, of okay. equidistant from each other on Myrtle Beach. So or at Myrtle Beach, whatever you say. But it yeah. is still there. It is still open. And there was actually because I remember I was shocked by this. It was essentially like a place that was a better version of cpk where they give you all the crazy options you want that i'll never touch but they also do all the standards really really well and i can't think of the name of the place for the life of me but uh if i think of it and i find it i will tweet it from the podcast account all right sounds good all right we got one more here from seth he said today a co-worker had some chips and salsa she did not eat for her lunch and asked if I wanted them. I gladly took them off her hands. I decided to have them as a snack on my way home from work. Even with a few drops on strategically placed napkins, I considered it a win. What was your messiest food you ate while driving, both successfully and with total failures? Mm. Um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty careful about that. Like I won't try to eat something while driving if I don't feel like I can accomplish it. Yeah, you don't want to you want to lose anything. Yeah, because like uh like tacos are really really dicey. Yeah. Just because it's open-ended. That's why burritos are so good for driving because it's all kind of contained there. But also, if I know I'm if I know I'm going to be eating the burrito while driving, I won't get something like ground beef because you know, it doesn't have much structural integrity yeah, to it. And it's too oily. Yep. Yeah. So that's why, like, in those situations, I'll always go steak. So that's in terms of, like, something that could be dicey that's successful is, like, a burrito. In terms of unsuccessful. See, most of my issues in the car come from trying to pick up the pop, but uh, I grab it by the top, so then the little come off, and then pop spills oh, everywhere. That's the worst. That's been my biggest issue more than food. So like, I'll end up having you know like the little cup holder that's like got a big pool of coke in it or something. Okay, yeah, that sucks. That is it. And a lot of places too now have like really flimsy cups. Mm-hmm. So even when they hand them to you from the drive-through, yeah, you feel like the lid's gonna pop off like immediately. I will say I have tried to do Taco Bell while driving, and it's just a complete disaster. You basically have like a nacho bar on the floor of your car when you're done. Yes. Um, so that's that's been the messiest for sure. Um, I've also eaten a pizza on the way home, like a thin crust pizza that oh, yeah. I just like pulled over and bought and then just kind of put on the passenger seat and ate mm-hmm. that. And that gets on your hands like crazy. Yes. Um, the other thing, and it's not messy, but... Anytime I get a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit from McDonald's, uh huh, I eat it real fast because I eat everything fast. I don't know why I'm like that, but I am. And like the biscuit starts to swell up, and I almost choke to death like every time. And I have to like scramble for my drink and take a drink to get the biscuit down. But it's worth it every time. But it happens every time. Every single time I have that, I get like like too much in my mouth, and I have to get a drink and, and save my life while I'm driving, which is not ideal. No. 
No, you'd rather just focus. Well, that's all I got in terms of fatness this week. Yeah, I mean, there's we got a lot going on, and the temperatures are ramping back up. So uh, all you fats out there need to stay safe. Make sure your air conditioner, if you have like a wall unit like me, make sure everything's in tip-top shape and working because... I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but it's working right now because otherwise, yeah, I would be a mess right now. So, and also remember, gave this a few weeks back. If there's shade, prioritize the shade parking spot to the distance to the door, because I would much rather take a few extra steps out to my car and have my car be cool than have a few less steps to my car. And have it be boiling when I get in there. It's so a safety tip. Ju- yeah, just prioritize. That's what we're here for, you know, to really help you out because we're going to do enough dumb things and eat enough messy foods to where we're going to mess things up anyway. So we don't need to sabotage ourselves anymore. No, we don't. All right. Thanks, for everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast. And if you want to, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do that a few times. That helps. Mm-hmm. And those five-star reviews... Sent out a bunch of those to the people who sent us a couple last month. That still goes. Every month, we're going to give away two I'm Fat Podcast prize packs for five-star reviews left on Apple uh, Podcasts. So take a screenshot, email it to us, imfatpod at gmail.com, and you will be entered to win an I'm Fat Podcast prize pack. So for my partner, Rick Camp, my name is Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. (laughs) 